from the Caribbean And I'm a Christian boy Oh lad, oh lad Nothing wrong with dancing But our culture Nowhere's rotating, no Don't let the devil tempt you Christian from the Caribbean And music is a part of we life Yeah, we dance and raise flag but This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hello there, and thank you so much for tuning in to Life 101 Radio. And of course, this show is Inspiration for Your Day, which is heard on Thursdays at 10 a.m. with repeats at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for making Inspiration a part of your listening day. I'm your host for the next hour, Nicole Georges-Bennett. And on the show, I intend to share with you some great Holy Spirit-inspired gospel music to brighten your mood and lift your spirits. Uh, In particular, if you've been having a challenging day, this is the spot to be to refresh and renew your spirit. And I'm also going to share some words of hope and encouragement from God's Word, the Bible. So do stay with me. Let's get the show started with Jerron Nurse and Caribbean Christian. No worry about nothing, it ain't got no weight limit Cause this party is heavenly, that's the problem gone away It's a new kind of dancing, can lead you to your healing So get up and dance, dance your problem them away I know you've been waiting long, but your breakthrough is today Forget about every negative thing, get up and dance into your blessing It might look confusing, but it's Caribbean Christian living Caribbean Christian, and dancing in my blood Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood, my blood Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood Caribbean Christian and dancing in my blood, my blood
Sunday. Yo, the birds and the bees and the land and the trees are enough to show its natural beauty. Don't be deceived by them being tradition. This world not exist through no evolution. Everything was created by the Almighty One. If you think the life of region, this is one. Cause I know my God is strong and mighty You reverse the curse when them striking And he's holding So when the things of the world want to hold me Me just ask my God to control me And mold me In a your holy word, me why you scold me yeah. He's That is why I'm stepping out in faith My God I'll seek him and wait I just wanna thank him for his mercy and grace In glory, God am my protector. When the enemies are sent at them, they threat. And I said, God, we catch me in a them net. Me no worry, no fret. Me drop in the breastplate of righteousness. Yes. Thank you so much for always making inspiration a part of your Thursday listening. I'm very happy that you've decided to tune into the program, and I hope that you will feel blessed, you'll feel refreshed, and that you will be able to tackle the rest of your week with a more positive spirit, especially if you've been having, um, you know, a bit of a, a, a downer so far. But we know that within the Word of God, there is life and strength and hope for us. So we're going to get into that in a few minutes. I also want to let you know that I will have a special guest on a little later in the program after we have our Food for the Souls segment, and his name is Chef Gartlett Taylor, and uh, I've known him for a short while, but I've become so impressed 
not just with his culinary skills, because he can really throw down in the kitchen, but also with his passion for the Lord and his passion for Christ. So we're going to be talking to him um, a bit about his journey through the culinary arts and where his Christian faith fits into it and how it's influenced him um, as a young man. And as a, and he was an executive chef uh, of a top restaurant at a very young age. So we're going to be talking to him about his experiences and where the Lord fits into his life. So all of that coming up as well as the great gospel Caribbean music that I promised you. So keep it locked right here to Inspiration for Your Day.
been enjoying the music, but it is time now for us to dive into our Food for the Soul segment. And this, of course, is the portion of the program where we look into the Word of God through devotionals. And uh, the one I have for you today is pretty interesting. It's called The Jewish Roots of Christianity, because, of course, we know that Christianity comes out of uh, Jewish traditions and, of course, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, lived as uh, was born and lived as a Jew. So the Jewish roots of Christianity, how to reclaim your inheritance. And this is by Kurt Landry. And it's an excerpt from his new book, Reclaiming Our Forgotten Heritage. So he says, as a born again believer, do you feel as though your walk with God has stalled? What once was a burning fire and a passion for the Lord just isn't the same. The light is still there Yes, but it has dimmed. Are you going through the motions in your faith journey, but long for the fire of the Holy Spirit to burn bright again? You are not alone. In fact, a number of Christians today report feeling stagnant in their faith. It is not uncommon for us to walk through the wilderness in our faith at times. After all, there are times of drought and times of abundance. But how long do you want to wander? Research also shows that church attendance is dropping at a staggering rate, and people today more than ever feel lonely, hopeless, and depressed. And this epidemic is sweeping the nation of believers. People once on fire have been pulled away from the flame by distractions, traditions of man, as outlined in Matthew chapter 15 and 9. And they're now walking down a path with only a faintly lit spark to guide them. But the Lord promises believers are sealed by the Holy Spirit, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. He doesn't leave us nor forsake us. He is always there, even though the enemy wants us to believe he is not. So it's time we awaken and rise up. It's time to reclaim what is rightfully ours. As believers, we must reclaim our inheritance, reconnect with the roots of our faith, and realign with the God of the Bible so that we can walk in victory and rediscover our passion for the Lord. Where do we start? We start at the beginning, identifying what God states our inheritance actually is. In Him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things according to the counsel of His will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to praise, should be to the praise of His glory. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 to 17 says, In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of the truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Our inheritance is there waiting for us to reclaim it. So many of us aren't even aware of the treasure that is our inheritance. As a result, the lavish wisdom, understanding, and unfathomable riches of Christ are placed in a chest, pushed to the corner of our minds and hearts, collecting dust. But you hold a key that unlocks the treasure chest. The Lord uses various methods to get our attention so that we will use the key to release His power. Is He trying to get your attention now? Let's look at a few ways we can start to align with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, reclaiming our inheritance and walking in our destiny. Get reacquainted. 
pray. Get into the Word of God every day. When you spend time with God, you start to understand His authority better and how that authority has been passed on to you as an inheritance. Repent and renounce any words you have spoken and any lies you believed that have fed a false identity in your life. If that lie was that you aren't good enough or that God isn't good or that you aren't a child of God, decree and declare to come out of agreement with that lie and come into agreement with your sonship through Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 and 5 says, Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Say yes to your assignment and purpose and pray. Believe his promises. God says you have a purpose, a destiny, that the Holy Spirit wants to guide you into and use for his glory so that you might be blessed. Pray that you acknowledge the faithfulness of his word. Accept and recognize that the Holy Spirit has equipped you for what he has called you to do. Ask that you may abundantly succeed in your assignment and that the Lord shows you favor and mercy. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Explore your roots and pray. Be a Berean. The Berians were recognized for their noble character and close examination of the scriptures. These Jewish residents of Berea were eager to accept the gospel. They studied the scriptures of the Old Testament, ensuring what they were hearing aligned with the truth. They didn't simply believe without inspecting their heritage, what they knew to be inerrant. Pray for the Lord to reveal to you the power of the ancient scripture of the Jewish people to come alive and be activated in your life. Ask him to show you how you are truly rooted in him through your spiritual heritage. Let's say a prayer together. Father God, in the name of Yeshua, let the Holy Spirit baptize me with fire into the true purpose and identity of who I am in my Messiah. I welcome and receive all of the gifts that God has blessed me with since conception, and I activate them and call on them to prosper now in Yeshua's name. Think about this. If you are a born-again believer, you are saved, but the enemy wants nothing more than for God's children to feel abandoned and disconnected from what is theirs. Satan wants to do all he can to prevent you from exploring your roots and finding out the truth. If you were trying to steal something of value from a person, wouldn't you try to take it when they weren't around to notice? That's what the devil is doing, trying to make you not notice your inheritance so that he can come and steal your peace, passion, and joy. But you figured him out. His cover has been blown, and it's time for you to unlock that chest and put on the robe of righteousness that is yours. When we start to dive into God's word from the beginning, his purposes and assignments for his chosen people, the Jewish nation, we begin to see the beauty that is ours. How did he instruct them to worship, celebrate, and follow him so that they could be blessed? This exploration puts us right in the center of his treasure. Cover it in a prayer of protection. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, 
and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10. Let's bring to life that dusty inheritance that sits in the corner of the room. Let's bring it out, rejoice in it, and fan the flame that is within. So that was an excerpt from a piece by Kurt Landry. And the name of the piece is Reclaiming Our Forgotten Heritage. So once again, Reclaiming Our Forgotten Heritage. So it's just a reminder that we have a treasure chest that's ours, an inheritance that has been set aside for us believers in Jesus, who call him our Lord and Savior. No one can take it away forever, but we can definitely forget to walk in the peace, passion, and joy that Jesus paid for us to have. So don't let the enemy rob you of what you can have today. All right? And if you're thinking, well, I don't have that treasure chest, because I'm not actually a believer in Jesus, then I want to invite you right now to ask the Lord into your heart so that you too can have this inheritance that we've been talking about. So I would just invite you to follow along with me as I say this prayer and just mean it in your heart. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and there's nothing that I can do to save myself I confess my complete helplessness to forgive my own sin or even to work my way into heaven. At this moment, I trust Christ alone as the one who bore my sin when he died on the cross. I believe that he did all that will ever be necessary for me to stand in your holy presence. I thank you that Christ was raised from the dead as a guarantee of my own resurrection. As best I can, I now transfer my trust to him and I'm grateful that Christ has promised to receive me despite my many sins and failures. Father God, I take you at your word. I thank you that I can face life and death now that you are my savior. Thank you for the assurance that you will walk with me through every valley. Thank you for hearing this prayer in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for praying with me. I really hope that you have taken the opportunity to ask the Lord into your heart and to be a partner in the inheritance that he has for us, that peace, that passion, and that joy that all believers are to have um, through Christ. If you're wondering what you should do next, we always like to invite you to get your hands on a Bible, buy a Bible, um, or maybe you can find a church where they're giving them out for free. Um, we recommend the King James Version, New King James Version, or the NIV, if you prefer to have something with more contemporary English. Find a church where the Bible is recognized as the Word of God, and Jesus is preached as the only way to heaven. Get to know the members of the church, make friends, let them mentor you in your journey, and most importantly, tell others about what Jesus has done for you. Because this is not a secret. This is something that we are called upon and ordered to tell others about the great love that Christ has for the world. So we're going to get back into the music and I promised you an interview with Chef Gartlett Taylor and that's going to be up in just a few minutes. Keep it locked. This is Inspiration for Your Day. Keep me as the apple of my eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wing. Oh Lord, my Savior. 
person out struggle So sad when you feel alone in your trouble It's real hard when you want to talk to a brother It's so bad because of how some look at you after So Jesus, come and be while you fix it Come and be while you fix it Come and be while you fix it Come and be Come on, me why you fix it? Come on, me why you fix it? Come on, me why you fix it? Jesus, come on me, come on me head. Satan want me dead. Come on me from human attack. So Jesus, come on me why you fix it? Come on, me why you fix it? Jesus, come on me why you fix it? Jesus, come on me. People see your smile, but don't know the hurt that you're feeling. God's child, I can't your heart does be bleeding. Where can you go when you're really looking for healing? Who know how to flow when your soul needs some restoring? So Jesus, come and be why you fix it. Come and be why you fix it. Come and be why you fix it. Jesus, come and be. Come and be why you fix it. Come and be why you fix it. Come and be why you fix it. Jesus, come and be. Cover me home from evils unknown. Cover me feet so I'll never retreat. Oh Lord, cover me while you fix it. Cover me while you fix it. Cover me while you fix it. Jesus, cover me. Then who under pressure? Cover, 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 cover the preacher. Every church worker, the young believer. Cover, cover, cover the worship leader and intercessor. Every gospel minister. Cover, cover, cover. Jesus alone is the one who has the real answer. The one on the throne is the true. Loving Father, He will hold your hand and keep you from going under. He will make you stand and let you know He's a fixer. Ah, come on, be while you fix it. Come on, be while you fix it. Jesus, come on, be while you fix it. Come on, be. Come on, be while you fix it. Come on, be while you fix it. Come on, be while you fix it. Jesus, come on, be. Come on, be mine. You know the struggle sometimes Cover me out That the wrong thing wouldn't come out Cover me while you fix it Cover me while you fix it Cover me while you fix it Jesus cover me Cover the Christian In the midst of aggression With the power of your right hand Jesus cover, cover, cover Them helpless children Jesus defend them That blessing the nation Grant divine protection Jesus come on, come on, come on Come on me Okay, folks, as I promised you at the top of the hour, we have a special guest for the program. So I have with me now on the line Chef Gartlett Taylor, and he works with the Hospitality Workers Training Center. Chef Gart, 
How are you today? I am doing good. How about you? I'm excellent, and I'm very pleased that you could make some time out of your busy schedule to talk with me today here on Inspiration for Your Day. So Chef Guard has a very full schedule, so we won't keep him for very long. But um, we just I just wanted to um, talk to you because I know that you are, of course, a very talented chef, and you do some very interesting work um, that goes beyond the scope of preparing meals for a restaurant. So before we get into your actual work, I want to learn a little bit more about you. So where were you born originally? I was uh, originally born in St. Elizabeth, Jamaica. And what was it like growing up there? Uh, growing up there is, what can I say, it's very much different from the lifestyle here in Toronto. Uh, the weather, to begin with, is very much different, and um, it's, uh, but yeah, it was um, Did you grow quite up in an name? interesting lifestyle. I had quite a lot of siblings around me, so it was never a boring moment. Is St. Elizabeth in a, a, a rural area? Yeah, so St. Elizabeth is a rural country area in Jamaica. Okay. A lot of um, farming. It's actually known as Jamaica's food basket parish because everything grows there. Okay. So the, do you think that had any impact on you deciding to go into culinary arts as a career, being exposed to all that fresh fruits and vegetables? and? Uh, probably, probably not um, in the decision-making process, but of course certainly helped throughout the process of um, being able to have e easy access to fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, where I live, we grew our own vegetables and so on, so we always have access to those. And who did most of the, the cooking? Were you always involved in that, with the cooking in the family home? So I got involved at a very tender age, very early uh, from what I can remember, I had been trying stuff since I was about seven years old. Oh, wow. So I would have been in the kitchen with my mom because she's always cooking. And um, my other siblings got into it. And, of course, I got into it as well because the traditional um, teachings get passed on from one sibling to the other and then to the other. So... It got to my time, and of course, around that time, I started training professionally, so I was stuck in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Did you start um, your professional training in Jamaica or in Canada? I started my professional training in Jamaica. I, um, I trained with Sandals, Sandals uh, Hotel, mm -hmm. and um, I also did food and nutrition in high school. So was it sort of an intuitive decision for you to become a chef or did you have other interests and you sort of decided, had to make a decision as to what you wanted to do? Well, there, there were other options that I thought about, but for some reason I just kept falling back into the kitchen, into the kitchen. I just loved it so much. I um, grew up with a very strong passion for this. Mm -hmm. uh, so I usually tell people I, I didn't choose cooking. Uh, cooking chose me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So now that you are, um, when exactly did you move to Canada? I moved to Toronto in February of 2007. Okay, then. So you've been here for quite a while. And did yeah. you did you come to go to work right away, or were you coming up here for studying? So I, I was um, I migrated to the country and um, started working. And shortly after, I decided to go back to school to further my education and to learn the trade um, in diverse ways again. What? cuisine do you specialize in now that you've had all of this um, experience? Uh, I don't think there's a one type of cooking that I specialize in. I like to um, describe myself as a chef who loves fusion. I, I like integrating things. Yeah. I like um, exploring different traditions, different cultures, taste, and so on. I would have thought that um, Jamaican cuisine would have been at the top of the list, but okay. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I cook Jamaican food and I love cooking Jamaican food. And um, but at the same time, I don't really recognize myself or classify myself as a Jamaican chef, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yes, yes. There are lots of um, other cooking styles that I've been exposed to and really enjoy as well. But of course, Dominican is my hometown, so I, I can get up and do that anytime. All right, good. So you took uh, the you took the route of being a teacher, um, sort of rather than going into business for yourself or I suppose for um, someone else, because you are now a trainer with the Hospitality Workers Training Center. How did that come about? Well, as um. I've passed through quite a, a diverse, uh, like I said, um, cooking styles and uh, working in different in industry compartments, such as uh, I've worked in hotels. Like I said, I work for Sandals. I've worked for um, Oliver Bonaccini in Toronto here, which is a more upscale type of a thing. I've worked for Caribbean restaurant, I worked for Jamaican restaurant, and then I, I, I decided I wanted to do something in the, um, the corporate side of things, uh, so I started working for Sodexo, and one of the reasons is that um, I go to church on the weekends, and if you know anything about the culinary world, a lot of times you don't really get weekends and nights off, so... I wanted that for myself and um, thinking future family and so on. So I was looking for something that I could work Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. And of course I got into that. And from there I went to work for Armark uh, at Centennial College, which was another Monday to Friday situation. So um, I thought to myself, well, you know, I like this Monday to Friday thing because it really allows me to do ministry on the other side where the church is concerned so I, I for me this was really one of those situations where i experienced god pray to god and ask about it and he opened this door for me so i'm really grateful for that so that is really how i got into the teaching side of things just really asking god for directions and he opened the door 
And I walked right in and for somehow I feel like I fit into that position. How long have you been with the center? I've been with the center since September of 2017. And I know that you also uh, do something that um, is very near and dear to my heart, which is ministering in um, through the food arts to the homeless, and that the center is partnered with uh, an organization called Second Harvest. Can you tell us a bit about yeah. what Second Harvest is all about and what you do to um, assist them? So Second Harvest is a food rescue program in, in Toronto, uh, what they do, they would go out to um, grocery stores and they would uh, pick up all these vegetables and fruits and proteins and stuff like that before they go bad or before they get expired, which um, of course the grocery stores would be discarding them. So they rescue those foods, they bring it to us to use for training. So I use those food and um, we produce, we create menus and recipes and uh, cook them on the spot. And also we, we take these meals, prepare them, second harvest would come back and pick these up and bring them out into the neighborhood, into the community for shelters and for the homeless and so on and so forth. So uh, do your students assist in the preparation of these items? Yes, because we, we use the items as a part of uh, experiential learning. So they are getting the experience of how to cook meals, how to create meals. Um, for us, it's like a black box situation every day or mm -hmm. Iron Chef situation where... <laughs> We have absolutely no idea what's coming on the truck, but we have to take those things and on the spot we create recipes and uh, produce these meals. And yes, yeah, the, the participants are very much involved in that process as well. well it must be very challenging though when you're, you're not sure what you're receiving. Oh. It is challenging, but I would have it no other way. Okay, okay. I, I really have a great passion for what I do and for me it's a very fulfilling job because there's so much um, valuable portions to it in the sense that you know we have people who are distant from the workforce disconnected we have refugees we have um, people who face different barriers and so they come to us to connect them to the industry so we train them and help to get them into jobs and job experiences so they you know, can become independent and start making their own salary and learn the skills and further themselves. And on the other side, we prepare approximately, um, we do like over 50 trays per week. Mm. And each tray is enough to feed 25 people. Wonderful. So... So that's about 1,700-something meals per week. Wow, that's fantastic. And I think it's particularly um, crucial in these winter months, um, you know, for my listeners who are still in the Caribbean, it might not resonate as much uh, for them, but we know just how bad the winters can get here. And to know that these people 
can come off the streets into the shelters and get a, a hot prepared, well prepared meal is, uh, you know, a wonderful um, moment for them, you know, in the midst of a very difficult life. So thank you for all that you do in helping that to, um, to be done. So let's get into the meat and potatoes, if you'll pardon the pun, of, of our discussion here. And that is the fact that, obviously, your Christian faith is a huge part of who you are and influences, influences what you do. When would you say your walk with the Lord began? So I was about 11 years old when I started my walk with the Lord in the faith. I mean, I, I grew up in the church, and um, uh, I've always had parents who were a part of the church and involved in ministry. Uh, but I decided to make that decision myself consciously when I was around the age of 11. And for me, it was really a calling that I felt was on my life. Mm. And... Obviously, as you talked about how you approached your career, you always put it into prayer first, and so that's correct. So um, I, I like I like um, approaching God about decisions before I make them. I mean, when we go to the Book of Proverbs in the third chapter, it tells us that we should trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways we should acknowledge Him and allow him to direct our path. What advice would you give to young people who might feel that they still have time to make that decision and that, you know, perhaps there's there's not quite, this is not quite the right moment for them to take that step. What would your advice be? I would say... Um if you continue to wait for the right time, then the right time may never come for you. And I believe um, walking this walk with God, there's a lot of experiences that I've gained in building my faith and having a relationship with God and understanding who God really is. And so if you delay starting to, you know, put your trust in God and allow God to, you know, be the leader of your life. There are many blessed opportunities that you are missing. And the, the fact is that you can enjoy your life and enjoy Christ, mm -hmm. right? And just knowing that there's somebody there to guide your steps and to help you make the right decisions in life. And not only that, but, you know, knowing that your soul can be saved or your soul will be saved. If you trust in God. Do you have any advice for aspiring chefs? You have to really love this in order to enjoy it. It's, it's a tough job, and um, but if you persist and continue, one of the things I always tell my students is that you must challenge yourself every day. Uh, and what I mean by that is you're challenging yourself to become better. And never to think that you have become or you have arrived, but always have an open mind to learning something new, to learning something different. Asking yourself, how can I do this better? How can I do it faster? Right? So this is what really puts you into a better position than 
those who uh, choose to stay in mediocrity. Um, I became an executive chef when I was 26 years old, right? And I always love to explain that to young people to say, you can do it. You can become what you want to become if you stay focused and do it and do what is right. Uh, I remember when I walked into rooms when we had corporate meetings at my workplace and they were told that the chef will be joining us today for the meetings and I walk in there at 26 years old and when the guy would say to me, you know, we were looking for somebody with gray hair and, you know, an older guy, <laughs> but here you are. And, you know, it just goes to show that um, if you are persistent, if you're focused and you uh, challenge yourself, you can become what you want to become and it will only open more doors for you. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that great advice. Chef Guard, I usually put my um, interview subjects on the spot by asking them to pray at the end of the interview. So I would like to invite you to um, just ask the Lord's blessing on all of the young people who are tuned in and who are probably making major decisions about their lives and wondering, you know, what what routes they should take. So I'd like to invite you, I hope you don't mind, to just to pray for pray for our listeners and whatever else the Lord lays on your heart to say. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks for today, a day that we have never seen before. We honor you and we bless your holy name. We acknowledge that there is no God like you. And so we thank you for being who you are in our lives. I pray God Almighty as we are listening today and have tuned in to this uh, um, tuned in today to hear we pray that you would bless our listeners we pray that you would bless those who are inspiring I pray that you would rest on their hearts pray that you would trouble their minds and help them to understand who you really are we're praying for those that are not yet saved that they would come to know you as their Lord and Savior pray that you cover them with your blood. I pray that you continue to inspire the minds of your people. Help them to understand that they were all created for a purpose and a reason. And in you that can be fulfilled. And you will get the glory and we will have the victory. Mm-hmm. We thank you for being so good to us. We thank you for our lives being spared. Thank you for how you have revealed yourself to us. We thank you for your grace, and we thank you for reconciling us. And this we ask that you would do for all of us today. Open our minds and continue to be a blessing to us. We give you thanks, and whatever it is that we have failed to ask of you, we pray that you would also grant it unto us. In Jesus' name, In Jesus amen. Name. Amen, amen. Thank you very much. Chef Gart, I really appreciate Thank you, for you. Me. Yeah, thank you so much for being a part of the show. And uh, folks, we've just wrapped up there with uh, Chef Gartlett Taylor of the Hospitality Workers Training Center.
Thank you very much to Chef Gartlett Taylor, who was our special guest on today's Inspiration for Your Day. And that wraps up our hour together. I really hope that you feel that you've been blessed and you're inspired as you tackle the rest of your week. Remember that Jesus is Lord and nothing is impossible for God. He is at work even now behind the scenes of your life. Just keep your heart and your eyes turned towards him. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you'd like to write me with any prayer requests or comments, you can look up Life Radio on Facebook and inbox me, or you can email me at life101radio at gmail.com. That's life101radio at gmail.com. Until next Thursday, I'm Nicole Georges Bennett. Thank you so much for having made inspiration a part of your day. Stay tuned for more great programming on life101radio.net and our sister station, tdnradio.net. Have a great day, everybody, and be blessed.